As of Monday morning, Miami Hurricanes head coach Mario Cristobal has not committed yet to a starting quarterback against Florida State. Is he going to make the move away from Tyler Van Dyke? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, if there is such a thing. This is not a happy Monday for Miami Hurricanes fans. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. So the quarterback situation seems to be in flux this week, and honestly, it should be in flux. Uh, and Joining us now, the man, the myth, the legend, our boy Blue, Larry Bluestein. And Blue, you don't know how badly I needed you on this episode because I already I already had my venting session yesterday and I said everything I had to say about that loss to NC State and the embarrassing offensive performance and quarterbacking performance that came with that. So I'm like, I need Blue today. Like I need someone who can help me talk off this ledge. But you know, Larry. You know, Cristobal was on the Joe Rose show this morning and, you know, he didn't he didn't outright say Van Dyke is still going to start, nor did he say Emory Williams is going to start. Let me see if I can get the quote here just so I can, you know, represent the situation fairly. He says, we don't discuss the intricacies of our personnel stuff, especially when we're still meeting, putting stuff together as an organization. We're frustrated with the loss, not the effort. When it came down to those critical moments, they had 48 plays. We had 70. We had more yards. Everything points to the recipe for success and those critical things we didn't do well. So, Blue, let me ask you, should they stick with Tyler Van Dyke after 10 interceptions in his last four starts? I'll be honest with you, Alex, you know, just watching the way things are and listening to, you know, all the feedback and, you know, the – uh, the way that, you know, a coach, you know, and coach speak will tell you, oh, well, you know, I mean, the, you know, right now it's not a good, t- yeah, well, right now is the only time, uh, you know, Tyler, and I mean, let's face it, I mean, it's not sugarcoating, everybody has eyes, they could see, he's been, oh, he's just not been the, the quarterback that Miami needs, in fact, they're wasting a top caliber defense which they have uh on this offense that's it it's you know it's an amateur offense right now they have five plays that they continue to run he looks like he has no emotion whatsoever um and and no well they'll lose it no they're gonna lose the team i mean everybody wants to win you could see it as plain as day Listen, this has nothing to do with Tyler Van Dyke, the person, but this is a program that wants to move forward. And they've, over the last three weeks, have regressed. And that's not a good thing. And it must be tough for Mario Cristobal to come on there, but how can he possibly justify leaving Van Dyke in the game? Because evidently they continue to lose, so lose with somebody to develop. You know, I mean, obviously this week, I mean, this is not 
taking any shots, they're going to get crushed. If they don't find a solution to get that, that defense off the field, that FSU is going to take so such advantage of the fact that Miami is in disarray. You got to make so, a move. You, you know, I mean, and I take no shots at anybody. This is right. just something that everybody could see coaches, fans, players. How can you not see what Miami's going through? And if, he gives them the best shot to win. That's not a good omen right now. And because he, I mean, if you can't see what he's done, you just illustrated. He throws ill-advised passes. His decision-making is borderline crazy. And he's just not what Miami needs right now. I mean, and it's, again, I don't want people, oh, Larry's taking shots. I'm not taking shots. It's, it's, as simple as as the day is long that you're watching this offense, it's inept. I counted. They have four plays. Uh, how yeah. many times are they going to run a bubble spring? How many times are they going to go to the outside or keep running Mark, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and everybody off tackle all the time instead of spreading things out? And, and I'm not saying it's not that Dawson's in a, not innovative because I'm sure he is. But right now, they don't have the personnel to be doing what they're doing. And it all starts at the quarterback spot. He just doesn't – it just doesn't sound same rational that you would keep somebody in just like if you were a baseball manager and your starting pitcher is getting roped. I mean, would you leave him in there for 15 runs, 16 runs? You got to make a chance, a change. And, and like I said, the change may not have to be permanent, but the change has to be made. You know, yeah. this relief pitcher sitting on the damn, you know, bench and he's ready to do something. The enthusiasm of either Jacuri, or you know, or who comes in. I don't, you know, it's, I'm not the coach, so I don't say, but I am a fan and I'm watching and it hurts. It hurts to see Miami's defense do what they're doing and come up on the losing end of, of games that they should be just, you know, I mean, they should be eight and one right now, uh, to be honest with you, and uh, and not. And uh, they're just, you know, they, they're bowl eligible, but I think this program wanted needed more out of this year than just being bowl eligible. And you brought up something that is definitely worth talking about. You know, the the idea of of possibly losing a team because maybe some one argument would be, well, you know, if you if you bench your veteran, maybe then you lose your locker room. If you keep him out there and he keeps throwing three interceptions per game, which has become normal, that's a way to lose your locker room. Blue, one hundred percent, one hundred. That is the best statement. That these guys want to win. So they're not going to take it take it as a cut if you make a change. Just like if your defensive secondary is not doing the job, you replace them. Yeah. I mean, why is it such a, a a code that you can't replace a quarterback, but you could put seven freaking pitchers in a game? I mean, I just don't understand that. The objective is to come out with a win any way you do it. I don't care if you go to the Wildcat. I mean, how many times have teams go to the Wildcat formation? Do you think that they lost a team just because they're trying to be innovative? You know, it's a hot hand thing. And you can see, again, not a cut on Tyler, but right now he's just an average at best. And that's really giving him credit quarterback. Yeah. And, and you could see it. I mean, and, and everybody could see it. 
and you get frustrated and, 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 you know, you, you don't want to say some, something, but I love this team and I love this program. And I follow this probably longer than 99% of, of the listeners, you know, on this podcast. I mean, since 1959, there's very few people have been, you know, in this thing. And as a little kid going to games and, you know, watching this program and right now what's going on, just, it makes no sense because you have other guys that you can insert and try to spark it. So we got to talk about what things might look like if it is Emory Williams, or even if it's Jakari Brown this weekend, uh, I do want to pick Larry Bluestein's brain on Mark Fletcher because he he is coming on and he is uh, thankfully Fletcher gives us something to look forward to not only in the present and the future. So you know what you want to do? You want to keep it locked right here. We got the goat Larry Bluestein with us. We are only getting started on this episode of Locked On Canes. Time now for our game changer of the week, brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. Yeah, it's Mark Fletcher. Five yards per carry this past weekend, career high, 115 rushing yards. Certainly was not Mark Fletcher's fault that Miami lost that game. And much like that freshman running back, Mr. Fletcher, Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. They're great tasting and award winning. They beat out full strength beers in global competitions. Athletic Brewing brews over 50 styles of craft non-alcoholic beer, including IPAs, golden sours, and so much more. And they're constantly releasing limited edition experimental styles that add to their variety. They are fit for all times. No hangovers ever. You can find Athletic in-store, online, and now at bars around the country. Go to athleticbrewing.com. And for first-time customers, you can use code Locked On. All one word, locked on, and get 15% off your first online order. That's code locked on at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And guys, for the everydayers out there, make sure you're tuning in every Friday. Locked on College Football Kickoff Live, 11 a.m. to noon. I host that alongside Drake Toll and Kenton Gibbs. And man, Kenton, he's the he's also the Locked on Wolfpack guy. So I, I may owe him an athletic brewing company beer or something because his team, his team got one over on mine. But make sure Locked on College Football Kickoff Live, tune in. It streams live 11 a.m. on this YouTube channel, Locked on Canes, and every YouTube channel on the Locked On College Network, so make sure you check that out. Larry Bluestein is with us. So, you know, Blue, uh, Emery Williams, is uh, he's one snap away from burning his red shirt, but I, I don't think the coaching staff would be opposed to using him because they kind of made the decision that they were going to burn his red shirt before Jakari's anyway because Jakari wanted a red shirt this week. You know, we have mm -hmm. seen Emery, you know, obviously a couple points in relief for Van Dyke, and he started – and won that Clemson game. Yeah. Playbook was really buttoned up for most of that game, Blue, but they had to open it up in the fourth quarter. Williams made some big-time throws. Uh, you know, Florida State 
is the toughest team on Miami's schedule. So if if Williams does get the call this weekend, it's not going to be easy for him. But I mean, because you know, a lot of people we've been asking the question throughout the season: which quarterback gives Miami the best chance to win? With the way Van Dyke's been playing, the new question might be: which quarterback gives us a better chance not to lose? And that might be Emory Williams right now. What what might you expect if he gets the call this weekend? How things go full circle. Uh, three and a half years ago, I was sitting in Tallahassee at a camp and there was this tall kid throwing the ball, uh, making every throw possible, albeit in shorts and T-shirt. And it was Emory Williams, who was right from down the line and, and Milton, which is right near the Pensacola area. And you know if he starts, he's going to have family, he's going to have friends, they're going to make their way over, I mean, and, and, and give him something of a renewed energy and something positive because you know as well as I do right now, the offense is lackluster, they're not performing the way they should, um, and, and they're just not innovative and they don't make plays. And, you know, it's not a secret. Again, I keep reiterating that it's not a cut because I don't want to cut down people. I'm just saying what it is. I mean, it's just a fact is a fact is right now the offense is not good. And uh, they're not making plays. Uh, they're running the same plays. I charted it the other night. They had four plays. And maybe they went to a fifth. And, uh, you know, you are you have talent. Uh, but right now in the quarterback position, your leadership role, it's just not getting done. You know, one player uh, – well, actually, before I switch to Mark Fletcher – want to ask you about, you know, Jakari Brown. We, we haven't seen him to this point. We know he is redshirting, but he, he could theoretically finish the season without burning the redshirt because you've yeah. got three games left on the schedule. Bowl games don't count towards redshirts. So he, he could finish the season if they wanted him to. You know, we've seen, yeah. you know, Jakari has had issues with his accuracy throwing the football, but he can be a dynamic playmaker on the ground. Is there any chance they, they should turn to him? He's got some experience. Yeah, either one. I mean, would make it would make more sense. I mean, you get an opportunity. They both know the offense. They both, you know, especially Jacuri's been there a year longer, um, and the kids trust him. Won the game last year at Georgia Tech. He's very, as you said, very athletic. I mean, and you never know uh, with his athleticism. He may be able to be the quarterback that will move the linebackers back and not so much stock stack in the box uh, and and trying to stop the running game on every play tackle to tackle. It may give them the bre an opportunity to use their backs out of the backfield a little bit more now because they don't have the time. And, you know, I mean, that's another thing. Uh, you, uh, you look at Tyler's guy has none or very little mobility. So they don't respect that. He's going to hurt them with his legs. So in jerk, Jer Curry's uh, uh, plus is that he can't. And he yeah. could just spread the offense open a little bit. So it doesn't really matter. You have Emory Williams, who's got mobility and not the type that Jacuri has, but a really good arm, as opposed to somebody like Jacuri Brown, I mean, who Mario Cristobal still loves. And why not? I mean, he's a great athlete. And he's made all the uh, the positive uh, you know, uh, statements about him not going anywhere he wants to be here he loves it here he loves the competition and uh yeah so either one you're going to get a more energetic version of that quarterback position and that's what Miami really needs and you know what if people want to argue with me and and say oh no that no 
you can see it. Watch the game. You yeah. can see it. There's just no energy coming from that position. And it's not like a DB or a wide receiver who you can replace. It's a quarterback who's your, you know, lifeline on your offensive side of the ball. You know, Blue, two weeks ago, Mark Fletcher was the hero in overtime, scoring the 11-yard walk-off touchdown against Virginia. This past weekend, I know the offense overall was very bad. For what it's worth, he was the offensive MVP. He was most of Miami's offense with his 115 yards. This is a true freshman out of American Heritage. You scouted him uh, a, a whole lot in high school, more than probably anybody else out there. Um, talk about what you're seeing these last couple of games from Fletcher and how much better can he get? Yeah, no surprise. Big time kid. Great kid, great person, team player, somebody who it was no mistake that every team in the country, including Ohio State, wanted him because he's that type of back. He's a hard running back. He's versatile. Uh, even though he's a larger target, he gets low. His pad level's different than, you know, a guy his size. Um, he's the gamer. He's an ultimate team player who wants to be in there. He could take a pounding. He could give out a pounding. And uh, I just think that if they give him more, you know, by coming out of the slipping out of the backfield after blocking a little bit, you know, getting him in space, because imagine getting somebody like that in space against a corner, you know, or even a safety. I mean, that's something that they don't want to look forward to. And you right now from a line from scrimmage standpoint, you pointed out over a hundred yards against a t against a defense that knew he was going to run. That's, that's the crazy that's right. part. There was no all. mystery there. Whatsoever. Yeah, there was no mystery. And, and that's what makes it so neat is that when there's some deception or equal play from the quarterback position who can put the ball in the air and get it to the wide receivers, imagine how effective he's going to be because it's not going to be so crowded at the line of scrimmage. They may be able to get him out in space, which I really love to see. And everybody believes in him. And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, he's he's everything that's advertised. And, you know, I mean, he's well on his way, staying healthy to be a really good professional back as well because of his size, his speed. He just has so much character, too. And like I said, it comes from a, a great family. After the Virginia game and we were in the press conference, uh, the whole family was, you know, came in while he was in there and they embraced him. And, uh, yeah, it looked like a really loving, supportive family. And uh, that's that's what you need. Yeah. And, you know, I like to see some of these young guys like Fletcher and Reuben Bain sure. uh, and CC Maui Noah helping change the culture because that that's got to happen through recruiting and it's got to yeah. happen with strategic transfer portal additions. And, and speaking of recruiting, uh, Miami a few days ago lands a gigantic, literally gigantic Juco offensive lineman, Markel Bell, six foot eight and a half. 340 pounds uh you know watching a little bit of his tape blue he's he, he's he's a man amongst boys at the junior college level you know hopefully he can kind of follow that same path as Bryant McKinney who had you know a similar stature yeah. Miami got him from Juco as well back in the day uh what have you seen from Markel Bell I'm sure you've broke down as much tape as anybody. yeah well I watched him a couple of times Quick off the ball, as you said, he's he re, he reminds me of a snowplow because he, I mean, he gets you get him in front and he uses his base and his big frame. It's really strong. Uh, legs are just amazingly uh, big and strong, and uh, you know, I mean, the only thing that he lacks is a, a little bit of technique. And that he comes here and gets that in a major way from uh, Coach Mirabal and Coach Cristobal. You know, we knew when 
this new regime came in, Alex, and we talked about the the uh, success that Coach Mirabal had. Uh, you know, everywhere he's been, FIU, at Marshall, at Oregon, with uh, his longtime buddy, uh, you know, Mario Cristobal. That when you land talent, he'd be able to mold them into something special, and he has. And obviously, with Lee and Javion Cohen, uh, they've started the ball rolling. And then a lot of the younger guys who were on in place for the last couple of years are now fo following suit. And they've got a few offensive linemen coming in in this next class. Then uh, obviously getting a junior college transfer of this caliber um, is something special. So, uh, you know what? I know that this is kind of a, uh, blue Monday, so to speak. But uh, you know what? I think that if you look at it in the perspective, I think over the next couple of years, Miami's really, really going to do some great things. Well, kickoff uh, has been announced 3.30 p.m. this coming Saturday. Miami Hurricanes at Florida State Seminoles. Uh, I'd love to pick Blue's brain on that matchup a little bit. So you know what you want to do, my friends? You want to keep it locked right here to Locked On Canes. And hey, if you're a small business owner, you know how important LinkedIn Jobs is right now because these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile and spread that word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Blue uh, Hurricanes. 15 point. Well, I think it's 14 and a half now point underdogs against Florida State for this coming Saturday. I'll be watching that betting line on FanDuel throughout the week. But, you know, I, I'm not going to argue that number blue. Florida State clearly a better team right now. Miami has quarterback questions. They do not. Jordan Travis is doing a fine job. Even without five receivers this past week, they still light it up uh, against Pittsburgh. Uh, so, what are the keys for you this coming weekend? Who can can Miami uh, can Miami keep it close this weekend? Well, it all depends uh, what they do offensively, because we know defensively, if if the defensive unit is limited to be on the field and they don't have to be on a thousand plays, uh, they're really good unit. I mean, they are. I mean, they rush the passer really well. They stop the run uh, real well. Their secondary is very good, but that's a key. If, if, if the offense doesn't move the ball, Miami keeps going three and out or throwing picks and giving FSU every advantage in the world. Uh, you got very little chance to win the game. But if everything comes into place, kind of force some turnovers, grab an early lead like Boston College did, uh, you know, against FSU. Uh, I mean, anything could happen. You look at the, the games that they played this year, when they're given the ball and they're given an opportunity to score, they do it. But when you when you force fumbles and you, you, you make Travis do some things that he may not want to do, 
then it becomes a better game. And uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, with part B. And I think that Miami's coming out. Their defense is going to pull their ears back and go at it. I like it. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Larry Bluestein has the most informative show you're going to hear on the radio. If you're if you're a high school football fan, a recruiting fan, a college football fan, just a sports fan in general, you get just about everything from Blue. What can fans expect uh, on the South Florida High School <laughs> Sports Show this week? No worries. Tuesday, uh, we're going to talk high. Forgive the, uh, the the technical issues there. So Blue is going to be on Tuesday at 6 p.m. <laughs> it's funny. He was fro frozen there just like, hello. <laughs> but awesome job as always by Larry Bluestein. Tuesday, 6 p.m. on AM 560 Sports WQAM. Blue is the man. You guys are awesome for making Locked on Canes your first listen. Make sure if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, Google Pods, Leave us a five-star rating and review. And if you watch the video version on YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up, subscribe to our channel, uh, and make sure that uh, you guys are, are spreading the word. Join our Locked on Canes Insiders group, $4.99 a month. I include the link in the show description below. You can try it free for 14 days before you, you lock that in. And we will talk to you guys again tomorrow, Truth Teller Tuesday, on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.